publishing no content on no platforms is far worse than choosing the wrong platform. Then switching to another later if you realize that something else will be better for you. You're listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. I'm Janet Murray, and I love helping coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs create super engaging content that generates leads and sales for their businesses. No one starts a business and just knows how to create engaging content. It's a skill that has to be learned and practiced. And there's always something new to learn, no matter how long you've been in business. And I know running an online business can feel messy. Perfectionism, fear, self-doubt, and other mindset stuff can stop you showing up online in the way that's best for you. So you'll get help with that too. Ready to get courageous with your content? Let's get started. If you're looking to build your online audience, choosing which platform to focus on can feel like one of the biggest decisions you have to make. But in my experience, most people vastly overthink this. In fact, I've seen business owners stay paralyzed for years because they can't decide whether to start a podcast or do YouTube. They spend so much time researching the pros and cons of each and asking multiple people for advice and then some more people, they end up producing no content at all publishing no content on no platforms is far worse than choosing the wrong platform. Then switching to another later if you realize that something else will be better for you. And really there is no such thing as the wrong platform because if you're publishing content somewhere, you are gaining valuable experience in content creation and planning and that counts for a lot. It can be applied to everything that you do. The dilemma people often get bogged down with is podcast or YouTube. They'll go and read a load of research and then typically conclude that YouTube will be better for them to grow their business. Now, while that might be true on paper, if you've never had a YouTube channel before, there is a lot to learn. So not only do you have to learn how to create the actual videos, you have to learn how to set up your channel to edit videos, to promote them, to do keyword research. And you also have to like doing video and you have to like getting on camera. So while YouTube might look like the best option on paper, if you're going to get really stressed about doing video or all of the tech involved in recording that video, editing it and getting it onto your channel to the point where you manage a few episodes of your YouTube show and then give up or take a break, a podcast might actually be better. Now, I know I'm a little bit biased, but here's some things I love about podcasting. First off, I think it's easier to create the content. I literally just plug my podcast microphone into the side of my MacBook and away I go. I also think there's something really intimate about podcasting, the fact that you're in somebody's ear and it, it really feels like it's just you and them. I've spent hours listening to other people's podcasts while I've been training for marathons and sometimes being out on the road for up to four hours at a time in training. And that intimacy, that connection that you get from having someone's voice in your ear, I mean, it's really, really powerful. And I know that when I meet people who've listened to my podcast for the first time, if I meet them at events or I've even had people, believe it or not, spot me in the street, people feel like they know you if they've been listening to your podcast. And there's something really special about that. And typically podcasts will be longer. So you're in people's ears for longer. The other thing I love about podcasts as a listener, but also as a podcaster, is that you can do other things while you're listening. I mean, I do watch YouTube and I, I watch lots of videos on YouTube, but I love the fact that I can listen to a podcast while I'm running, while I'm 
cleaning or doing other chores while I'm walking. I was even listening to a podcast the other day while I was having my eyebrows threaded. (laughs) And of course, you don't have to get your hair done or you don't have to have your full makeup on if you usually wear makeup like I do. You can just plug in your microphone and go. Now, that's not to say that I think that having a podcast is better for you. But what I want you to do, if you have been pondering that age-old question, should I start a podcast or a YouTube channel, which one is best, that you choose the best one for you, not the best one based on an article that you found on Google. Because the best platform for you to build an audience on is number one, a platform where your audience is hanging out. And number two, one where you feel comfortable and motivated enough to publish consistent content. If it's too hard, if you hate being on camera, if the tech side of video is just too much, you won't last. And believe me, I've seen it time and time again. The other thing I'd like to add here is that it's okay just to do a podcast. So there was a very interesting conversation going on the other day on my Facebook page where somebody was asking about this very question, should I start a podcast or a YouTube channel? And I was sharing pretty much what I've just shared with you now. The right one is the one that's right for you, not the one that the research tells you is is right. And someone else jumped in and started talking about how the great thing about a podcast was that you can do so much repurposing with it. And they were talking about doing it first of all as a Facebook Live and then repurposing the audio into a podcast and then doing all these different things with it. And I would really say, (laughs) and although that feels like the sensible thing to do, it may not be the right thing to do because for a couple of reasons. So number one, people will forgive bad visuals. They're not quite so forgiving of bad audio. And I often feel that when I listen to a podcast that has initially been broadcast as a Facebook Live, the quality of the audio isn't so good. There's also lots of annoying stuff, unless you've got the time to cut it out, like the host and the guests, if they have one, welcoming in guests, answering people's questions. You can feel very outside. Now, of course, this leads to my second point about this. If you're a skilled presenter, so once you've been podcasting for a little while, you get really good at this kind of thing. So I feel I've been podcasting enough now. I've been doing it for about five years now. I feel I could record a podcast with two audiences in mind. So people who were watching and listening and people who were just listening. So say, for example, if you were on a Facebook Live and you held up something to show people As a skilled presenter, you would probably also know that you needed to describe to your audio listeners what you were holding up so that they didn't feel excluded. But that kind of thing comes with experience and time. So you might be brilliant. You might be able to just jump in and do that straight away. And you might be skilled enough to edit your Facebook Live so that you can turn it into audio that doesn't make people feel excluded. But what I'm saying is don't feel like you have to there. It's not a race. If the best thing for you is to start a podcast and get skilled as a podcaster and then add some video in, you do that. You do what works best for you. So the moral of the story is just pick a platform you enjoy, one you feel that you can publish content consistently on and go for it. I don't think I can think of a single topic area where there isn't an audience for a podcast. So if that feels easier for you, just go for it. So I hope you found that useful. And as ever, I do love hearing from you. Best place to connect with me if you like this episode, or even if you didn't, is over on Instagram. I'm at Jan Murray UK. 
Would you like to create super engaging content about your business and do it consistently? If so, you need my Courageous Content Planner in your life. It's a gorgeous A4 desk diary that's so simple to use because it's based on my 4x4 strategy, which involves posting four styles of content four days a week. Yes, content planning really can be that easy. There's templates for daily, weekly, monthly, and annual planning, so you know exactly what to post, where and when, plus hundreds of ready-to-go content ideas and prompts. So you'll never run out of ideas for social media posts again. And accountability trackers to keep you consistent with your posting. The Courageous Content Planner is both practical and pretty, with four gorgeous cover designs to choose from. So if you want to ditch the content overwhelm and you want a simple content plan you can actually stick to, head over to CourageousContentPlanner.com to order your copy today. Thanks for listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media. That way, more people can benefit from the free tips and strategies I share. And be sure to tag me in when you do. I'm at Jan Murray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.